Hi everyone, Steve Wollenhouse. I'm your host here on Anatomy of Success. Welcome this week to be more confident and avoid social comparisons. Do seven things. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Again, this is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wolvenhaus. Glad you found us. If you're here for the first time, if you've been here before and enjoy what we're doing, welcome back, and I'm glad that it's resonating. Now, if you would, please subscribe to the podcast. We always appreciate ratings and reviews, and then you can head over to weatherology.com. That's my company page. You'll find me under About Us at the top of that page, links to LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and then doing some things now on uh, YouTube as well as on TikTok. Now, you can also grab the free weatherology mobile app and i hope you take advantage of that and again we're grateful that you continue to find some value in what we're doing here you know in a world where the impression of success and instant comparisons are ubiquitous it's important to resist the temptation to make those social comparisons young people are especially vulnerable and the research very alarming in my opinion Depression is up 20% among young girls between the ages of 10 and 16. And the numbers of boys aren't much lower than that that are feeling depression. Gen Z, as they're affectionately called, are the first generation to be raised on smartphones. And psychologists are very concerned about the dangers of these intoxicating devices and the implications that they're having on these kids. And I'm afraid to say adults are equally as prone to experiencing some problems. The consequences for adults are very disturbing as well. Many so-called grown-ups are struggling to set firm boundaries with these social apps. Most of us recognize the ramifications of comparing ourselves to other people based on the ideal reality depicted on social media. However, it's easy to fall into that trap of measuring ourselves against somebody else and their ideal standards. So at Anatomy of Success, I teach people to define success on their terms. That's our whole premise. When we do, we avoid the temptation to let society decide for us what constitutes success. Following lost souls that appear to have life figured out, never a winning strategy. And I'm glad to see some real big influencers on social media start to change their tune over the past year, deviating from the grind and hustle mentality to more of this type of approach. And uh, I would like to think we're inspiring a lot of people to reevaluate what it is that constitutes success in their life. Remember, never compare ourselves or our journey with anybody else. Our journey is our journey. It's not a competition. So to be more confident and avoid social comparisons, let's do seven things. robbing our joy. When we make social comparisons, it's the equivalent of test driving a car that we can't afford. Once we get behind the wheel and take it for a spin, of course we fall in love with that Ferrari. It's difficult to jump back into our jalopy and be content. So no point even allowing ourselves to venture down that path of patrolling people's social media feed. If we can't resist feeling miserable, just like if we can't really afford that car, why subject ourselves to that temptation? 
Let's find people that inspire us with humility and genuine success. That's called upward social comparisons. And avoid following people in love with the idea of success who have little evidence of its existence in their personal and professional life. We need to guard ourselves against the thieves that attempt to steal our joy. And trust me, they're all over social media. I've been active on social media for four years, especially on LinkedIn. And I can tell you the vast majority of people that are supposedly influencers struggling through life, barely make a living, can barely get off the couch every day to motivate themselves to create content. When they do create content, it's always engineered in the spirit of criticizing people for what they do on the platform and how can anybody be that happy all the time? Let me tell you, you can be happy the vast majority of the time if you choose to be and then create a life consistent with making that become a reality. People that are lamenting constantly and dumping their trauma in the form of generating emotional likes and engagement, they clearly haven't healed. It's a form of social media therapy. So let's stay focused on our journey and concentrate on not letting anybody rob our joy. Next, halt progress. Social media is like that fire that spreads through the wilderness. Once the winds increase, it's very difficult to contain. Incessant exposure makes triumphs readily accessible that once were sporadically available through direct human contact. When we spend our time living vicariously through other people's social media feed, we don't invest the time necessary to cultivate our own goals and dreams. Change is personal. Each of us has a specific body type, and improving that physique is an individual journey that requires appreciating our unique challenges. It's okay to be inspired by people that have achieved remarkable success, but resist comparing our progress to anybody else's progress. Setting realistic long-term goals, that's the key to making measurable progress. And remember, change is highly personal. Perfection is a lie. It's easy to believe all the posers on social media muscle flexing as they attempt to impress upon us that their life is perfect. We don't see their economic struggles, their failed businesses, their torrid romances, their broken social circles, lost jobs, therapy sessions, self-induced vomiting over body image issues, poor self-esteem, on and on and on, folks. Most of the people pretending to be successful on social media invest every in the pursuit of material wealth and aesthetic beauty. That's what defines success for them. That's what matters most for them. I resist that nauseating narrative because I know where it leads to an empty, sad, pathetic life. Believing in the grand performances on social media, all the virtue signaling, all the staged lifestyles creates the impression people have perfect lives and believe me, they don't. Next, there's always somebody better. 
So here's a fact of life that may be difficult to swallow. There's always going to be somebody richer than us, better looking than us, more successful than us, more physically attractive than us, more superior perhaps in certain areas of our life than us. Once we accept that reality, we focus on running our own race, do great work, and resist trying to keep up with everybody else's arbitrary ideas of what success should entail. That never has a satisfactory conclusion when we follow in the footsteps of somebody we believe has their act together. Remember, there's always somebody better. Done is better than perfect. So let's ditch the perfection and let's focus on running our own long-term race. Next, seek connection. Limiting time on social media is very important, but how we use social media is equally as important. Psychologists at the University of North Carolina suggest we actively get involved in social media by orchestrating meaningful interaction. Instead of passively scrolling through our feed, send private messages with people that you're interested in connecting with for the right reasons. Share experiences. Seek genuine emotional connection. The ultimate objective is to take those relationships offline and cultivate deeper connections. I've met some of my best friends today on LinkedIn. Greg Brenner, one of my best buddies, met him on LinkedIn four years ago, and he and I have developed a very close personal friendship, best friend. That's what we did. Started engaging with one another's content. Next thing you know, sends a DM. Hey, love your stuff. Likewise, how you doing? Let's schedule a call. And the rest is history. We talk every day now. Finally, the appropriate motivation. Most people get trapped making downward comparisons on social media. We alluded to the upward social comparisons earlier. Let me elaborate on that. They entertain negative conclusions about somebody with what they believe to be superior attributes, which they also believe oftentimes are unattainable. All the energy is depleting and it creates this plethora of unpleasant feelings. Instead, use people that have accomplished great things as a source of upward comparison. Let that motivate us to strive for excellence and eliminate the negative feelings associated with making comparisons that are more downward in nature. Listen, let's not compare our life to others. There's no comparison between the sun and the moon. They shine when it's their time to shine, and I encourage you to do the same. This is Anatomy of Success. I'm Steve Wollenhaus. Thanks for joining us. Let's get together again next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.